Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Radio and Philly Size, sitting to my right is Denver Dave and the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. What up boys? Good evening. Evening. Hello Matt. Hello. You don't have to do it in order, but thanks very much. <laughs> so, <laughs> down that line. It's e- easier. <laughs> well, this is uh, Pod 100. We finally made it, guys. Is now the wrong time to tell you I miscounted. This is actually 99. No! <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Actually managed to do 100 of these. I'm going to celebrate oh. about 12 podcast time when I've actually done 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm celebrating 81 time. Yeah. I look like I've done 100. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely taken its toll on some of us more than others. Uh, but, yeah, welcome to the 100th Jim and the King Airflow podcast, guys. Um, we were hoping to get some guests on, but obviously if we did more than 24 hours prep on getting guests, we'd probably have more luck. But that doesn't mean that the work we've done now won't filter down to next week's podcast when we're previewing Super Bowl 53. So, keep going, punk. Keep, keep harassing people, <laughs> yeah. forcing them to come on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get them. We'll get them. Um, in the meantime, then, guys, we have to review the AFC and NFC Championship games. But before that, we have to do some news, if that's okay with everyone. So, starting off with some firings. Uh, Scott Linehan has been fired. The long time under fire OC from the Dallas Cowboys is finally moving on. Uh, there were critics saying that his offence was completely predictable, which led to disappointing rankings. Uh, Dak Prescott, for example, finished the season ranked 23rd in the league. The Cowboys also ranked 22nd in total offence and 22nd in scoring. But they're a playoff team. Yeah, but it's tough, it's tough to be 22nd in total offence with one of the top five backs in the league. Like That's really difficult to do. You came top three backs in the league. Well, no, I think he is. But I mean, statistically this season, he was sure. the top five running back. I think he's higher than that, but it's, you know, that opens up all kinds of things in the play-action game. Um, you should be higher if you've got someone of that talent. I want to know why Teflon Garrett gets away with it. Yeah, I agree, 100%. <laughs> it seems like every year we're talking about cowboy coaches getting fired and moved on and all the rest of it. When's when's Garrett actually going to have to take some responsibility he's, he's for the team boy. he's put together? He's golden he's boy. He's just not a going yes anywhere. boy, isn't he? He's that team has still got a job. Well, maybe we'll find out that, like, Looper, Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett are just the same person, just a different period of time at the same time. <laughs> and so he can't fire himself. So, uh, you know, that theory is out there. It's possible. Now. It's possible. <laughs> it's probable. <laughs> it's, give, not, it's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> give me a better reason as to why Jason Garrett still has a job. Because he's, he's got some dodgy notes. photos on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's got those lips that uh, Jerry Jones just can't say no to. <laughs> It's because Sean Payton's not available. <laughs> That's, I think, the reason. Do you why. think Sean Payton's going to be available next week? No. 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 Why not? Not in a million years. Next week. Yeah, why not? Well, if he wins, he could go for another chat, but why would you? I suppose Breeze is getting on. Well, Sean... And Dak's a distinctly average quarterback, so I don't know what... No, don't. they're not going to change. Fine. I don't care about the Cowboys head coach either. But there we go. So at I'll least the OC's gone. You have a go with you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> that wasn't a word. Scott Linehan wasn't the only uh, coordinator fired I'll say it properly in a minute uh, this week also old Bob Sutton following their loss on Sunday the Chiefs are parting ways with him as a defensive coordinator in Arrowhead Sutton's been there since Reed showed up in 2013 Sutton who's now 67 oversaw a Kansas City defence that tied for the NFL lead with 52 sacks this season 
but also allowed 405.5 yards per game. That's the second most in the league. The Chiefs finished 31st in total defence, in contrast to the offence, which finished number one overall in the NFL. So there's a fairly good chance that Doc Cotton's going to end up as head coach of uh, the Cowboys then, because anyone who coaches under... <laughs> Um, anyone who coaches under Andy Reid tends to have a good run at the playoffs becoming a head coach mm. seemingly his coaching tree is pretty impressive yeah. like a quarter of the league is uh, from his, his coaching tree it might not be Doug so. Cotton I can't remember what his name was <laughs> Bob Sutton Bob, Bob Sutton, Sutton. and Doug Cotton I'm pretty sure is from EastEnders he yeah. does look um, a little bit like that <laughs> I don't know I can't remember his name I took a shot no, he, yeah, <laughs> he took a close, deep shot to be there fair. The, um, it was always going to happen though yeah, with your definitely. defence statistically in a sense that if you're if they're not only the number one offence, they're an offence that scores very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So your defence is on the field more than they would be typically. So they never, they weren't going to be top ten because of how high-powered their offence was. No, um, but they are very, really far down. Yeah, and but there's a difference between not being top ten and being 31st. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but because your offence is so good, it also puts that extra spotlight on your... your yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well. And In the same way with Denver's when we won the Super Bowl, our, our offence was so good, it made our... Uh, defence was so good, it made our offence look terrible. It yeah, was. exactly. But, but, I mean, you can say with the Chiefs, they've apart from the Colts game the other week, have they actually had a good defensive game this season? I can't think of the one. The Colts game? Yeah, when they shut down the Colts yeah. in the wildcard game. Oh, I thought it was the other end, yeah. <laughs> so apart from that... I don't think the Chiefs teams had a decent play no, all season on they've been w- They've been winning shootouts, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we run in close. They've clearly got good parts there, though, if they've got that many sacks this season. So there's more. Well, they've, yeah, they've yeah, always had good parts. Yeah. You've got Justin yeah. Houston, you've got D Ford, you've got um, Safety that is Barry, now. Barry. Thank you, Barry. Um, yeah, so you have got players there that are decent players. That's what and, I mean. So, you know, your, so your, your defensive coordinator then is going to go if you're th- 31st overall uh, defence with good parts to it. So he's clearly doing something wrong. Yeah, I'd say so. I've, I've got no problem with this no, firing. No, right. <coughs> it's a little bit harsh on, on Sutton because obviously the next draft for the Chiefs is going to be almost exclusively defensive players. Um, he doesn't get a chance to see those go in and fit in with the veterans that they've already got there. So, But, you know, you've had enough time. So. Yeah, yeah what? Well, Five, six years? Yes. Yes. Uh, moving on. We've had the London games announced. So there are four games this year in London. Uh, some might be played in Tottenham if they can ever finish the stadium. First up, we've got the Carolina Panthers for the first time coming to play the Bucks. Then it's the Bears at the Raiders. It's the return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. The, the Big Mac Bowl. The yeah. Mac Bowl. <laughs> Uh, we've got the Cincinnati Bungles, uh, sorry, Bengals, sorry, except for Summit, at the potentially Super Bowl winning uh, LA Rams. And then also first time Houston Texans over here at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's another divisional matchup. So that's two of the three teams remaining going to be playing over here this year. Thoughts, guys? I'm a bit disappointed the Packers haven't come over. They're now the only team who haven't come over to, True. to play here. But no, good fixtures, I thought. Simon disagreed. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not that keen <laughs> on them. But then it's always hard to tell at this stage because you don't know what any of those teams are going to be like. Come, yeah, you have a good inclination based on yeah. the teams they are now. I think it's a decent matchup. Yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm, I disagree. See, I'm not. I'm not so keen on them. I was frankly, astonished the Jags are coming over. That was a real surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, two divisional games. I think they were doing all right with that, and yeah. and two new teams as well. It's not just the same ones again. Yeah, so well, that's good. That's a good good part to yeah. get some new teams over. Yeah, apart from potentially the uh, the Bears, Raiders, and Bengals, Rams, there shouldn't be a blowout 
in there. <laughs> You'd hope. Steady on. Steady on. Oh, I want to throw the towel now for your Raiders. Really? <laughs> Every time you come over here, you get a paste in. We, we've, we've got first round picks galore. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have a team. <laughs> we're going to have a team. You lot are going to eat your words next season, trust me. <sighs> Colton Miller. Colton Miller was this season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the level we're talking about next season. It. We've got Mike Mayock now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Just you wait and see. And uh, news that will surely delight the King is the, the news that Larry Fitzgerald will be coming back for another season. It's his 16th in the league, so it's another year before he can be inducted into Hall of Fame. Yeah, no. Quick quick word on Larry Fitzgerald, for those that don't know. He's going to be 75 by the time he gets into <laughs> Hall of Fame at this rate. He'll still catch 100 balls if John he had Mitchell a decent the, uh, Hall of Fame before he won. Um, yeah, I like it. I th- you know, he's, he's, just, he's just a legend. He does everything right. He's, he's except being on the right he's, team. He's great with his, yeah, but he's great with, with his teammates. He doesn't kick up a fuss I because he's got bad quarterbacks. He catches yeah. anything in his vicinity. He'll he catch. is a model professional. He is. If, if, yeah. if you could build a team around Larry Fitzgerald, you mm. would do mm-hmm. all day long. I like the fact he's stuck with that Arizona team though, because so, he could so easily have just said, oh, "I want to go to New England, win a Super Bowl, and then retire," and he hasn't. He stayed there despite them having a turgid team. I honestly think he should. No, I, I, think, I, think, I think he I'm absolutely straight, needs to deserves, go. And he deserves it. He deserves, yeah, he does. Definitely. And he nearly he carried a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I know Kevin Warner was slinging it, but he absolutely carried that team. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, he. I th- I'd, I'm, with, I'm with Punk. I'd, I'd rather him go somewhere and... That last season. For last mm. season. But which team? Well, t- looking, at, looking at the teams now, <laughs> Browns. You've, got, you've got three options, I think, that next year are still going to be. You know, maybe the Saints, maybe. Mm. But, um, you know, Brady and Breeze are the anomaly. I think at some point they're going to fall off. But I think Brady looks like he's still got more in him. Um, so I think the Patriots or Rams or Chiefs, because they've both got young QBs, they've both got talent around them. So I think if he's going to go somewhere and wants to compete, yes. I think they're, for, they're the three teams. Room, room for another wide receiver in Dallas. No, no, but he wants to compete. No, he wants to be yeah. competing for a Super Bowl, so not Dallas. And, and probably an upgrade at quarterback. No, <laughs> that, but, I mean, let's, yeah. let's be fair. It's, yeah. you know, no, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. Dak is, is average. Yeah, but Rosen at isn't. Best. Rosen isn't well, average. Yeah, he's average. He's a but, but, Rosen could be. His yeah. best, his, we're talking about his best wide receiver. He's 45 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might not be Rosen throwing it in Arizona next year. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it will be. They've invested too much in him, and they've got rid of their. Unless they trade him for first round, they can trade him for Kyler Murray, which is to the Canadian Football League. (laughs) I don't know. Someone might take Rosen. Uh, I'm not sure. Someone might take him. Mm -hmm. That was the news. Let's move on to the two huge games that happened last weekend. Uh, Let's start with the Los Angeles Rams at the New Orleans Saints. Second played first in the Superdome, and it was 26 to 23 in overtime as a win for the LA Rams. They went into the Bermuda Triangle and they got the win. Uh, initial thoughts, guys, on this this game? It's a very entertaining game to watch. Very because this whole playoff so far has been a bit, excluding these two teams, it's been a bit quiet, underwhelming. Yeah. These two teams, these two games, brilliant. Really good games, Can, and we we highlighted them in week eight as the four teams that had separate themselves from the rest yeah, of the league. So yeah, without a doubt, it's um they've consist they all consistently played well throughout the season. Um, 
you know, I know we thought that some teams have been found out and then we thought other teams have been found out. It's just not the case. They mm-hmm. just had more it's, talent and, and better coaching. So It's normally the case in sport, though, where you get the two best at whatever sport it is, whether it's football, soccer, boxing, whatever it is. Yeah, well, they can each other out, yeah, don't they? It just was. It, both of them were really good games. Um, but yeah, I, and I, I thought, it, for the most part, it was a, it was a game of two momentum. Halves. No, it was a game of momentum. Was. In the first quarter, it was very much... Um, it was very much the Saints. Saints were on top. Rams yeah. couldn't get into it. And then the first play of the second quarter was the fake punt. I have well, a question. Oddly, oddly, very similar to the Saints Eagles game. I have a question before, but the other way around. Was it yeah. about yeah. that first quarter? Yeah. Okay, so the dome was really loud. It was very obvious that the communicator in Goff's helmet wasn't yeah, working. I mean, there was that shot of the. Isn't there a rule? I thought there was a rule that said if one team's communications were down, then they had to take them out the other team as well. That's yeah. true. So I didn't see any any of that happening at all. But they no, it looked to me like the Saints were, <laughs> were still they, able to when communicate. They changing, didn't they it? fix it, though? Yeah, when really... they were changing it, um, the Saints were on the field. And it would have been a case of, I'm assuming, if you can't fix it by the next play, then we'll tell the Saints to take it out yeah. as well. Uh, maybe. I don't, maybe. I'm, 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 I don't I'm know. I think it's more of a general just... agreement, isn't it, rather than a hard and fast rule. I thought it was a rule. I thought they'd put it in as a rule. In, I'm not because really funny. Because there'd but... been some weirdness going on around Gillette Stadium. What a surprise. <laughs> There's been a few teams <laughs> that have been accused the, of it, not exactly. just the Patriots. Well, but, uh, you're, you're right. Yeah, the Patriots have been accused several times of doing that. Um I think yeah, you're, you're right. The Saints were on top, but actually, the Rams' defense stopped them twice yeah. from scoring touchdowns. They could have been 21 points up, and they. You say, you know, you say, the, you say was, the Rams' defense stopped them. They also stopped themselves. I mean, putting Taysom Hill in a, a quarterback for one well, of their plays, like, yeah, yeah, right ridiculous. in the goal line, in the, in I mean, the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, I mean, they took two trips to the end zone. First of all, it came out six 0 Yeah, it could have been fourteen. It should have been fourteen. Yeah, that's in the first trip. Then they scored a touchdown <laughs> afterwards, and yeah. it was it was. It was that kind of thing where you go in, mm, don't don't be doing stupid things like that. You don't need to be. Just play it safe. Don't put Hill in. Well, it was the <laughs> complete opposite way they started the um, Eagles yeah, game last week, and, wasn't and it? And again, it's, it took a, a fake punt to seemingly. Again, I'm, I'm like, sitting there screaming, going, this is, this is a fake punt. Yeah. You can see yeah, it coming yeah. a mile off. I'm, Absolutely. I'm being sorry, this is a fake punt. Then you do it. I'm like, well, there you go. Mm. I should be in a. McVeigh is like Sean Payton. They will both mm. go for it. They're not. Yeah. Frightened to, but to go for it. That's what made it an interesting count. game. Well, it what, was. What changed? What changed? That absolutely, you know, it, it changed some of the momentum. The, the thing that completely changed it was the second half. It was the pressure yes. on Breeze. Yeah. Um, oh, you yeah. know, and Sue was getting sacks even in the first in the first half. They well, started we said it last pressure, week, didn't we? Well, our, Aaron Donald lives in the backfield. Our key was if Sue and Donald get in the backfield, mm. that's it. The Rams the thing win. Is, um, S- Donald Sue. was being double covered by what Pete and Unger. So it, it didn't matter. Both, both he, of them were covering him. He's taking two men up on it. Meant that Sue went on the outside and was just rushing for fun. If you, yeah. I, I watched. It was insane. Yeah. I watched every play of 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 Aaron Donald, and he was a meter and a half in the backfield within a second of the of the snap. Yeah. yeah. On on nine That's the difference between people like Miller, Mac, and Donald. It goes and they're straight off before the other guys even come up. They're gone. Mm. And, and this, that's what separates the elite from. The crap, and, and also you know <laughs> the from their perspective, crap, yeah. not only were they getting pressure, they're getting coverage sacks, even though they would have been normal sacks. Yep. Because as soon as you, Breeze is smart enough to get the ball out quickly. Problem is, you've got people like Talib um, on the outside who you know, they were covering everyone. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's fantastic. It, to the watch Rams, the Rams secondary was having a few issues until Talib came back, and for, I don't know what he does to Peters, but he just calms him down and makes him a better player. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if it's he gets in his ear or he's or Peters is just more comfortable with Talib being on the field, but something happens where he, you know, doesn't make it's, the stupid it's, bonehead plays. I think that it's also it does when he's not partnerships there. in sport. If you've got someone good playing next to you, who can just look after you a bit. You're better. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. McVeigh as well. I think that yeah, yeah. P- Peters needed a coach that could engage him, and I don't think Reed did. Um, you know, whereas whether it's just the youth thing, whether it's a personality thing, I think that Peters is more engaged when being coached by McVeigh, and that's why he's not doing bonehead, you know, as many bonehead plays, stupid things post play like he was doing yeah, yeah. at Kansas City, despite being an elite talent. Well, you could be talking about Bob Sutton, really, rather than yeah. Andy Reid. Yeah, and then your Wade Phillips, of course, is the mm. the guy that defensive players want to play for. Absolutely, absolutely. But it was just, you know, there was trickery in plays. Um, well, from the Rams and and they just played solid football second half and allowed the you know put so much pressure on the Saints that they uh you know they just outscored them they just dominated the second half of the game I thought but to put some praise on the Saints one thing the Saints did really well is remove the LA secondary from the game by putting Kamara in the outfield and matching him up against Little John hmm. and I'm not being funny but Little John's not getting near him is Little John yeah, Littleton Littleton Corey Littleton yeah. Little John, Little John. <laughs> Little him and Robin Hood nowhere near it <laughs> he could not get close to him. And there was a play of about four or five consistent where it was either Kamara carrying the ball in the outfield or it was Ingram carrying it from the back. Yeah, that was the first drive of the third quarter yeah. for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, it was basically, like I said, it's a one-two punch. It was yeah. just either Kamara or Ingram. Yeah. And then they had the Taysom Hill running it in from three yards at the end of that. And was uh, that to make it 20 the two, to 10. The two Rams players just nailed each other. They just ran straight into each other. That Well, no, that was when Dante Fowler got taken out on the chop block and... Uh, <laughs> And then Taysom would just carried it, well, caught it for three-yard touchdown. That made it 20-10. to 10. Um, it, They followed up by the Rams, though, with a, a good drive. Cooks had a really good game yeah. against mm-hmm. his old team. Uh, finished with a Tyler Higby blown coverage touchdown on the third and goal, which took some balls, to be fair. You know, they they stuffed them twice. So that made it 17-20. to 20. Uh, I don't know. You've got... I, what I liked was that the fact that... Um, we got to see just how many weapons the Rams have got on offense. Mm. Because you could tell pretty early on they were trying to target Woods. It wasn't working. And so it meant that uh, the Saints were able to get out to an early lead because Goff was trying to force it to Woods and it, it wasn't happening. Something's up with Gurley. Mm. I don't know what it is. Well, they said he Whether wasn't injured. injured. No, I'm not he having that. He said he wasn't injured. He said he had a bad game. I'm not it's having that. You're not, you're not sitting on the sideline in the championship game yeah. when you're Todd Gurley. If if there's not something wrong, thirteen com- combined yards on the uh, passing and rushing, uh, one touchdown though. That's two games in a row now. Yeah, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Well, another thing, there is a rule in the NFL where you have to say if a player's injured, you have to declare it. You, you have, have to de- declare an injury. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you have to declare an injury. So therefore, but you don't have to do that until Friday. So yeah, but the fact is, it's now two weeks where he hasn't been playing. Yeah, so really it, I mean, it might be psychological. It, it, it though, be, it's based on doctors' assessments. Yeah, it could be scheme. It could be you know, it could be anything. But there is definitely something up with Todd Gurley because you do not leave him on the sidelines during the championship game as much as he was. But even when he was playing, he wasn't getting anywhere. I mean, I think you just said, didn't you? He's yep. thirteen yards total. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what was that? Five rushes and. Four rushes and one catch. Yeah, so you know he really wasn't effective when he was in there, wasn't it? Which is not like Todd Gurley to the interception as well. It went through his hands, yeah, Yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah, set up Saints with an easy, easy field, but they still didn't convert it in that first that first quarter. So, 
what I liked about this game on both sides, and, and I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it, Jim, because you rattle on about it. No end is <laughs> is it adjustments? Yes, both teams made really good adjustments. You talk yeah. talk about so the halftime adjustment the Saints made get the ball to Kamara early mm-hmm. and Ingram, and that really worked for them on their their touchdown drive in the third quarter. But then straight away the Rams, the adjustments they made after that drive were brilliant. Yeah, what you looked at was um, Breeze just wasn't willing to sling it down the field like he normally does. Um, and that was a real surprise considering in the first game between these two you had Thomas going for like 210 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they probably let Peters and Tlaib kind of mark him out of the game a bit but to not even try it once or twice... Well, they did get the non-completions again. But yeah, Alvin but, Kamara had the most yards on offense in in receiving, uh, ninety six on eleven catches. Ted Ginn was third uh, with fifty sorry second with fifty eight yards on three catches. Michael Thomas was um, confined to just thirty six yards in the game, on four targets. Yeah, so a massive come down from where he was in that first game. Yeah, which which shows that the Rams you know made adjustments to 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 deal with him right from the off. I think what you're just looking at there is the fact that the Saints don't have an awful lot of options on offense. Not well, not as many as the Rams. Whereas the Rams could then start targeting Everett and Higby as their two tight ends. Um, the Saints only had Garrett Griffin and who was your one? Uh, Dan Arnold. That's it. Jeez, that's what I can remember. Yeah, these. Are, I mean, Garrett Griffin was just pulled off the uh, practice squad earlier in the week because they they've got nothing left at tight end. Whereas I like the fact that the Rams decided, okay, well, we're not going to win with Woods. We're getting some deep ball success with Cooks, but we need to separate that up with some intermediate passing to Everett and Higby. And they are very good at catching the ball over the middle. Yeah, and Reynolds as well. Yeah, Josh Reynolds, 74 yards. Let's not forget him. I suppose we've really got to kind of talk about the, the elephant, elephant in the room, room now, haven't we? <laughs> and that's not you, Dave. <clears throat> oh! <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, well... Th- I guess we're talking about the uh, the fourth quarter, and yes, the pass interference that wasn't. It was attempted murder. <laughs> bang bang play. Hmm. There's not a lot to say about it, is there? Really? No. Um, yes, it should have been called. Yes, it's a bad miss. Did it cost the Saints the game? No, not overly. Mm, not sure. Not, about that. not overly. Not overly. They oh. had they had chances in overtime. They they yeah. But if that yeah. gets given, yeah. they can run the clock down. They run the clock down. Kick a field goal. Play better than the refs ref. Okay. Right. That's that's not difficult. They have refs are shocking. Well, I don't play think better. They, I don't play think they would have run the clock. Stop down. the Rams. Why why? Are you, I mean, if you're that worried about running the clock down, why are you passing the ball there anyway? Yeah, well, I mean, that didn't make any sense. I don't think they'd that. have run the clock down because they'd have done what Belichick did. McVeigh would have done what Belichick did in the Super Bowl and allow them to walk in the end zone like they did with yeah, Lynch against exactly. the Seahawks. They wouldn't have run the clock down and he'd have backed his offense to score score points. Yeah, but then you, either way, though, you still got a different game at the end, haven't yeah, you? Potentially. Because you're not, they're not, the Rams aren't going for a field goal then. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. But, you know. I think it was a blown call, absolutely. Um, but they weren't getting pressure on them in the I, second half. The one thing Goff was slinging it around, and they were get you know getting some success on the ground. Which I think, especially when you have that option and you have that success going into the you know a, as a tr- almost a trick play in those instances where there's limited time left on the on the field. People are they're going to be playing th- three deep. Yeah, you're going to have opportunities to pick up twelve yeah, yeah. yards, take a knee. 
um, and save timeouts. I don't the way that they were rolling in the second half. I don't think the Saints would have stopped them. But I think it was a blown call, and there's always going to be that what if. It was a blown call. The Saints fans will cry about what if the same way that, and it'll hurt them for a long time. The same way the Tuck Rule game hurts me. You know, I I understand exactly what the Saints fans are going through. But on the flip side, they got the ball first in overtime. If they drive down and score a touchdown, game's over. Yeah, that to me felt like justice when they got the ball first. It's it's yeah. I think I think it's a bit rich. That so many of the Saints fans are demanding rule changes, this, that, and the other. Replaying I mean, the game. What replaying the game was a petition. Yeah. The thing is, if that had happened the other way, if this would have happened exactly the other way, no one would be crying out saying, "Oh, the Patriots should have a chance to replay the game." So, under what circumstances are we doing it for this way for the Saints? Well, I'm not saying that. that yeah, yeah, no, for I'm the just Saints, saying. But anyone that's hap- anyone that's saying that, it's only because it's it's the evil empire that have won it. That, that's the only reason. What the next game? You mean? No, 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 replaying this game because of this call. Yeah, but who's the evil? Who, what the Rams are the evil empire? No, it's it. It would only have, it would only happen if if it was. Um, you say it wouldn't be a big deal if it was the other way around again. If it was against the Patriots. Basically. Yeah, if it was against the Patriots, it wouldn't be a big deal, and no one would care. Right. The fact well, it's happening in a, in a game where essentially not, not no one there's tons well, of people I, in I was going to say yeah, I'm sure yeah. most of Boston a few people yeah, yeah. Massachusetts most people won't enjoy that I did, I did like the fact that some guy in a, had um, from New Orleans had, had um, bought up 16 billboards in Atlanta yeah. overnight um, and had stuck a load of um, derogatory shall we say comments about the NFL on there and demanding rule changes and what have you but it's one of those things man these things get missed it's always the way in the playoffs that the refs are told to let them play a bit more. So playoff games don't tend to be as flag happy as regular season games. It was a missed call, but you watch it real time, a hundred, you know, at a hundred percent speed, and a yeah, it looks. They're worse playing in football. Yeah, it, looks, worse it looks so much worse in slow. It does look worse in slow but it still looks bad at full speed. It doesn't look. <laughs> it great doesn't look great, speed. but I can it see why they great. wouldn't have necessarily seen oh, it. I can't see. I can't see why they wouldn't have seen it in a regular season. It stood right there in a regular season. The referees um, they rotate as a unit, and in the playoffs, yeah, it's the, the best it's the of best, each unit yeah. that come together. Now, has that had an effect? Because if we're in the same unit, I'm going over going, Jim, you've blown this call, just throw your flag. <laughs> just trust me, throw your flag, dude. Just yeah. trust me. You don't, you, they don't, with 40 seconds, you don't have time to run down there, though, and say that, do you? But I, that, I, that, I, and I like the way it is at the moment, because you do get the best things. I know this is not a good example, um, but you, that's how it should be. I think. Well, the only problem is you couldn't review it. That was the only thing, wasn't it? Obviously, they couldn't throw a flag to say that this was pass interference. If you review pass interference, every pass is interference. Yeah, the way it's written, every pass. It's it's contact that caused. Um, what is it? I can't remember the exact term. Some it was read the other day on um, one of the NFL shows. It's contact that causes um, a player not to make the ball. Every single play. Yeah. Is that it then yeah. becomes well, and you're allowed but to contact the same as holding. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think if you're going to make a, a, a rule change around challenging the play, it's probably more the helmet to helmet contact that happened there rather yes. than the pass interference I agree. part to it. But they didn't they didn't see the pass interference, so they wouldn't have seen the helmet. No, no, but that, no, but that's my point though. Is that I'm not saying I don't think you should challenge pass interference calls, yeah. but perhaps it's worth considering something like a helmet to helmet is worth challenging or making challengeable. But then there has to be a definitive helmet to helmet in order to. To call it and to challenge it. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there was. Yeah, but... there was here, but it wasn't called still. So if you're challenging that at the table, there's nothing to challenge because we don't think it was helmet to helmet. It has been pretty funny. No, this, it... this is the same ref crew that did the Steelers Chargers game when they had the uh, non call for um, offsides, which, which got a lot of criticism during the season. Then you start seeing that, oh, the linesman used to play for the Rams, that kind of rubbish, you know, uh, doing coaching for them. I just, I'm, it's kind of embarrassing, I think, to, as a, you know, Last this season. isn't how you take a loss. It was worse last Sorry, season. Sorry, guys, but you need to suck this up. It was but, worse but last it, season when Jesse yeah. James caught that pass that apparently wasn't a pass. Yeah. He's sitting there in the NFL going, no, that was a pass. It just was. But so you, you say you feel sorry for the Saints fans. No, I don't. No, I think I'm but, embarrassed sorry, yeah, for them. Embarrassed, but they don't help themselves today. But I no, you, every, that's what I mean. Every fan base has got that small portion of idiots. Yeah, but like you've, you've got to remember now, Amen, in this, in this yeah. day and age of... <laughs> You know, social media the way it is, and you know, everything scrolling through twenty four seven. When the tuck rule happened, we shouted at nobody for days on end because there was You're still no shouting, shouting no now. exactly. So you know, all it is is just amplified because social media has has taken over. That, that might be true, punk. But stuff on there. there's a difference between getting salty on Twitter and then another thing between filing a complaint with the NFL and Roger Goodell. To then try and get the game replayed. Yeah, but it's no different to all those copites that demand that, you know, petitions get set up for replaying the Champions League final. They're just as embarrassing as a set of fans as well. They're worse. worse. They are terrible. But, you know. When are you going to play it anyway? Exactly. What you see? You're just going to play the last three minutes of the game? Sorry. How does that work? You could replace the pro 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 You were playing at home with the noisiest fans. You had all the advantages. You had the chance to get that touchdown. You blew it on the the two previous plays, as far as I'm concerned. And then you settled for a field goal. You could have gone for it on fourth down if you're, you know. Yeah. What was the score the when they went? Tw- was it twenty? It was twenty 10? twenty all when that. Yeah, happened. but it was, no, not then. Before that, what was it? What What was their largest lead? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. No, no, no they were thirteen. 0. Oh, thirteen nothing. Yeah, yeah. 13 that was in nil. the first quarter. So yeah. you were thirteen nil up. Yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. So what? Exactly. They, they want to replay a game against a team that because outscored them. Yeah, yeah. In the second half. Well, in three in, across three quarters. Across three quarters, they outscored them. Yeah. And seem to have their number. They want to replay that game. Yeah, it'd be an absolute whitewash. And uh, who got the who got the coin toss go go for them in overtime? Yeah, that yeah, that was you. when I knew that was in my head when I felt like right, justice has been served now. They've got an opportunity to go and score. Yeah, well, actually, I thought it was there was a fairly dubious pass interference call in overtime for the Saints as well. I thought there I was thought there was, was the a justice soft- bit. Well, there was a soft one on the Rams, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was at that point. I'm sitting there thinking, down. all right, that's the refs going. Yeah. We missed one last yeah. time. We'll let yeah. you have one. Big time. <clears throat> that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think I think the problem with all of this, though, really is that it's taken away from Greg Zerline's monster kick. Yeah, amazing, absolutely that amazing. Play Legatron. <laughs> Legatron. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fifty-seven yarder, and it looked like he could have gone seventy-seven. To be honest. Yeah. Well, that's the other other kicker, isn't it? For for the Saints fans, they've had so many games they've won because they've had to kick a late field goal at home in the dome, mm-hmm. and this is the one time it's really gone against them. Yeah. You know, You've got to even that out with all the other wins you've had because you play in the dome with a good kicker. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel sorry for the Saints fans at all. No, at all. Where was was Will Lutz at the Rams? I think he was had a tryout with the Rams and they had Greg Zerline and they phoned the Saints and said he's really good, but yeah. we've already got one. Isn't that wasn't that Butker? I might, I don't know which one it was. I thought it was the Rams for some reason. It was one with a good kicker, but they um 
Yeah, what a kick. Yeah. Under pressure. Yeah. Absolutely. From, yeah, uh, absolutely unbelievable. The kickers all yeah. round this weekend, last weekend, they made every sing- single kick. Every extra point, mm. every field goal, yeah. there wasn't a missed kick yeah, in precious. either game. Yeah. yeah. It was nice, yeah. Is, Besides, um, is 57 yards the record in a championship game? I don't know. It's got to be pretty don't close. Know, it's got to be close, yeah. Yeah, because I think like 61 was the last. The NFL the record 63, I think. Yeah. It was 61 was set about five years ago, so it can't. it's got to be pretty close. But yeah, it was pretty amazing. Awesome. I, thought I, I think like, it went the right way. The Rams had started to dominate on defence as well as offence. They'd started to sling it. And then that, that last series in overtime for the Saints. So first down, it was tipped at the line. Second down was a soft PI call on the Rams. Then there was a tackle for loss on an Ingram run. And then <coughs> the the play that sealed it really was the Dante Fowler pressuring Breeze on the throw. Mm. So he, he lobbed it up. He didn't throw it out. He just lobbed it up in the air. And uh, John Johnson came down with it at the Rams 46. Uh, and there was a great spinning throw actually by Jared Goff. That's one thing that doesn't get talked about. But on the, uh, the second down on that series on the way back, he managed to get a throw to Higby, which could have easily gone for a loss. Yeah. Um, which led to then the 57-yard field goal. I was impressed with Goff. I thought he handled the pressure quite well. He, Even at 13 nothing down, he you know they were just sticking to game plan. All right, he couldn't hear what was going on, but he didn't panic with it's that. It's not going to get any more intense, is it? Exactly. First, so, first quarter, it didn't look great. No, at he settled down. No, and quarter, I think some of that was the down. communication yeah, issue maybe, as well. So. It's also the fact he's his first big, mm. big championship game. Absolutely. Settle down, do what you do. Because... Like, they just looked like the Rams after that. Yeah, they slowly exactly. worked them way back into being the Rams. And by the second half, it was just—it was like watching the Rams all season. It's what I've always been worried about with Goff is that he tries to force his own game plan onto a game, rather than figuring out what works and what's who's double teamed this week. You know, he can because everyone around him is so good. No, so, but that's that's what I'm saying though. But people like Woods weren't available straight away. That's the person he goes to first of all. This if Cup was there. He'd be throwing a cup straight yeah, away. Yeah, cups his not, blanket. So it? now Robert Woods has turned up as the as the go-to guy for him at the start of a game. He was taken away, and that's and he didn't instantly. Not like someone like Brady would just go, okay, well I've tried him, he's not working. I'll go to my next one. Mm. He would go three and out, and then it would take him a few series to figure out I need to target someone else now. Or yeah, yeah. To be told by McVeigh, you need to go somewhere else with this ball now. Yeah, Brady spreads spreads it for the first three quarters. Mm. It's in the fourth when he needs to play. He just goes back you to know his he's, You know he's going to Gronkort Edelman. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's fine because, you know, they're trust trustworthy. Can you imagine this team of Cooper Cup, by the way? Yeah, right. yeah <laughs> I know. It'd be mad, wouldn't it? You forget. Uh, they, forget. they are the best team by a mile and yeah. they've not got probably their, Absolutely. what, maybe their best receiver? Maybe. Mm. I was sitting mm. dead and opposite is a pro when he got injured. When he got injured, I was sitting dead opposite where he was and that, that part of the field, it was awful. Mm. You literally yeah. saw him bending off. It was rough. It was it's, really um, bad. Toss, colour tackle, Shaq Barrett. The, the Rams are the most rounded team yeah. and have been all season but then we Isn't said that pre-season we yeah. said they were the most well, well-rounded team it'll be interesting team. to see what happens because a lot of their players are only on one years and well they've been brought in year. to win now yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting to see what type of team they have next season if they do win it how many of them just go oh, I've had enough now I'm alright mm. or how many of them carry on playing well I doubt, I doubt many of them are carrying on playing because they all get big moves but yeah. it, it depends it, what, what the next real question is is how good is Goff and how good uh, you know is McVeigh as good as we all think? I assume we all think he is. Yeah. Because look at Belichick and and the Patriots. They do this constantly. Yeah. And all of a sudden, what is it? Thirteen in a row championship games. 
Yeah, but the difference you know, is you look at the you look at the uh, Rams eight, I think, team. I think it's eight. Yeah, it's eight. You look at the Rams team and you're in awe of the players that they've got because they're so Feels good. Like 30. And you look mm. at the Patriots game and you're in awe of the players that they've yeah. got because they're so bad. <laughs> and yet they still keep winning. Mm. Well, uh, if we've got nothing else to say about the Saints no, no. Rams, we should probably move on to that second game then. Well, and that was the Patriots Chiefs. Oh, what, go on then, what were the picks? Who who picked what for the Rams and Saints? Okay, okay. So two of you picked the Saints. That was Denver Dave and Philly Sigh. That was silly. Yes. Admin error. I meant Rams. <laughs> I meant Rams. But it wasn't that You wrote silly it though, down, it? Wow. so you meant it. Right, yeah, the second game. It was the New England Patriots at the Kansas City Chiefs, and it was another game that went to overtime. The final score, 37-31 to 31 to New England. Boys? Before we start on this one, was anyone surprised? About what? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Uh, what were you surprised I, I was what a you little mean, the bit surprised. The game that happened. Yeah, or? yeah. The way the game played out. Because every time I've watched Kansas this season, it's always been is one of the things you've constantly seen is um, the defensive back running with Tariq Hill, not keeping up with him and going, "I'm 60 yards down the field now. I'm far enough away where Mahomes is going to get it." Turned around as he turns around, the ball sailing over his head. <laughs> that did not happen once. Not even once to the point where I mean there was one point where I was massively impressed with Mahomes at one point everyone's celebrating because he caught a catch and he's like no 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 everyone calm down there's a flag lads he's the only one who realised yeah. there's a flag there's one point where there was a flag called he got the play and he's like okay I've got a free play here even if it's intercepted I've got a free play launched it down and it was covered immediately no messing about there was two men on Tariq Hill up 50 yards down straight it was yeah. just it was coaching perfection yeah. on defence it yeah. was properly amazing and I thought there would be that point where it's where you get the boxer against the slugger you think the slugger is going to hit him at some point and he just didn't just if, didn't get if you'd sat me down after last week's podcast and said explain to me exactly how this game's going to pan out that's exactly what would have happened Patriots go up Chiefs come back yeah. it's a bit of head to head and then the Patriots just do their thing the important thing that's exactly how I would have seen that game the important go. thing for New England is so many games this season is the Chiefs have won it in the first quarter yeah. they've been 21 points up in the first quarter but you can't do that with the Patriots because he keeps well, he the ball for 8 minutes yeah it was 8 minute drive ending with Sony Michel exactly the same way they did it. against the Chargers yeah. they just did exactly the same thing they, um, that O-line for the Patriots was amazing it's disgusting it was good. absolutely superb 44 plays and didn't get touched but it's um, underrated as well people don't tend to talk about it that much well, the it's O-line. the Patriots' yeah, O-line. Yeah. People don't well, talk no, about O-lines well, in general because they're not sexy footballers. They're the big big guys that like to eat their way through everything and you know don't get their name called every 10 minutes. Don't so. put yourself down like that, mate. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, D- I'm D-line, mate. I'm D-line. We are the yeah, sexy okay. boys. Sexy boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, every pin-up's favourite. Yeah. It was just an unbelievable game. And I, I there was a couple of bits... That I wanted to talk about one, you know, the fourth quarter. I, I like the. I agree with Punk. I think it started off how I thought, kind of went how I thought, um, and then fourth quarter. Th- there's two reasons the Patriots are so good in the fourth quarter, and why they come back, and why they they inevitably get themselves their noses in front right at the end. One is reputation, and the reason for that reputation is because they are that clutch, regardless of the players they've got yeah. in. Because Brady is a surgeon in the fourth quarter, you know, and, and it's not just the underneath stuff that that can be a little bit boring. It's not n- necessarily deep, but 15, 20 yard intermediate routes, 
He's just and he's calm, and you can see that he lead his team. No one is worried. They all assume it's going to be okay. Mm. So it's not just reputation for against their opposition. Yeah. Internally, he just breeds confidence in yeah. these fourth quarter situations. There's nothing erratic. He, he's never wavering, um, and the, you can see the other teams. You can you can see the desperation going, in their eyes. We're going to lose like, this game we don't while know they're how playing. To, we've given them two minutes yeah. to go down the other end and yeah. score a touchdown or whatever. It's, yeah, um, absolutely. And it, it's it's the fact that he does it so consistently yeah. as well. What was it? Third and ten, or third and nine? Edelman. Third and ten. Edelman. Yep. Third and ten. Gronk. Oh wait, they're now in the red zone. Exactly. He can decide when he wants to score a touch. You, yeah. It, it's he's he's a surgeon in the fourth quarter. I know I know sometimes people find him boring to watch and, and some of you guys do but yeah, he is so impressive. It, it I, just, I I I'm mesmerized when I watch him play. He's he's brilliant. And what I or the other thing I wanted to mention is what he did after the game. He went to the went locker room Mahomes. and went and found my yeah, homes. Yeah, yeah. And I'd lo- I'd love to be in a fly on a wall to see what he said because I I'm adamant what he said is I'm going to go soon and you can absolutely dominate this league. Probably, and, he probably um, did. And I think he's right. Mahomes, Mahomes did incredibly well against, in my opinion, you know, Rice Rice is probably the best player of all time. I think Brady's mm-hmm. top two or three all time at any position. I he's that Brady's, good. Brady's better than Rice. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you, do I you think, think, hang on. I think, I think, it's, I think it's easier for us, easy for us to say because we weren't really watching it too much when Rice was there. He was so, well. he's so dominant. It, it, I mean, it is very difficult to out. compare a quarterback to a wide receiver. Mm. It yeah. really you're is. You're standing out there affecting the game four, five, six times a game. If, mm. you're, if you're a quarterback, you're affecting every single mm. play, every movement, everything you do. For me, it just is. It's the most important position in football. Do you think you'd be humble enough to go and have that word if they'd lost the game? Ooh. Yes, I think you do? he would. I think now I he's. Actually, I, yeah. I think did now he's. Say Nick uh, Foles' hand after the Super Bowl. Hmm? No, nope. I'm sure he did after the game. <laughs> At some point, he's supposed yeah. to shake I'm sure, the field. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he did after the game. I, I prefer what he said okay. to um, Chris Hogan after the game. He ran up to him and went, "You can't catch, and I can't throw it, and yet we're in the Super Bowl." Oh, <laughs> I thought that was amazing. <laughs> Is it his Watch last out, Sai, they're taking your underdog mantle. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Is it his last game? They'll fill my wrath. I mean, it was it was interesting to see Good. that after the dominant display from the Chiefs' defense against the Colts, how backwards Brady made them look. Mm. Um, I mean, we're saying all this, of course. Really, the Chiefs should have won this game, regardless, and but for a stupid penalty. Mm. Uh, where D Ford's lined up in the neutral zone on the over. inception doesn't matter. It was the inception. A foot over. <laughs> no, it wasn't the only thing that went wrong in this game. No, it was literally a foot over. Mm. I think if you want to know what the well, if you want to know what the Patriots do on offense, it was all in the first drive. They showed every player they've got in their playbook on that first drive. There were two third down conversions by James White. They used Sonia Michelle up the middle on first and second down. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had to throw it it was either going to Gronk or Edelman for about 12 yards and then near the end they got to Burkhead near the goal line because he mm. will kill himself for extra yardage mm. and that's what you want end up with Mich- uh, Michelle touchdown with Devlin as the fullback mm. there was, there that's was a- what they do they showed every play they've got in the playbook but you've got to stop them yeah they well, it's hilarious because Romo, Romo as well was a highlight of this because yeah, he was yeah. calling out the plays I loved yeah. Romo showed- in this game because he was sitting there calling out the plays on basically a drive to get to the Super Bowl. Mm. And it, 
I'm sitting there going, why are the Chiefs not seeing what Romo's yeah. seeing? It didn't matter, you know? Because he could see it. I know, I know. There were times. going to go there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the ball placement was... He, it was perfect every time. Every time. Berry was on Gronk on that... Um, I think it was the third and ten that got him into the red zone uh, late in the fourth quarter. And um, he's literally... Berry is all over him. Mm. I mean, you could have called P.I. maybe, you know? Yeah, yeah. If, if he hadn't caught it. But... The coverage was so good. The window was so tiny. Mm. And it was just a complete touch pass mm. up and over the top. Mm. I mean, I go on about him and I don't like the Patriots, but Jesus, he's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. So I, I really hate watching Tony Romo. It's like watching a film. It's like watching <laughs> Tony a film. Romo. You, mean, you yeah. mean Tom Brady? Or Tony no, Romo. 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 Watching it commentary of Romo. Oh, I love it's Romo. like watching a film with someone who's seen it. And they go, watch this bit. <laughs> right. It stabs him in the face. Like, Don't tell me what's going to happen. I want it to be a surprise. But all he does is watch the last game. Yeah. They, they're not bringing anything new to the party no. every time. It's just effective. And the thing, what the Patriots do, right, no other team does it, is they only care about the next first down. They are yeah. never looking for a touchdown until they're in the red zone. Yeah. They will not give up the ball, mm-hmm. and they will just drive it. They don't. They don't care about anything past no. the first down marker. And they take what they give them. Yeah, they don't, exactly. they don't try and impose their exactly. own will. They go right. Okay, we get. We've got. We know we've got all this in the locker. Yeah. And actually, whatever you show us, we're going to beat that. And that's what we have for, to do. They're built for ten yards, yeah. and that's what wins them the game. Yeah. I'm. I'm quite glad to a certain degree that the Chiefs lost this game because in ten years' time we're going to be so gagging for Mahomes to lose. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like As this true. Won't be, yeah. Jim, Jim won't be. The, <laughs> the fact that the Chiefs Mahomes, lost this Mahomes game, sexual. the fact that the Chiefs lost this game actually probably makes Mahomes a better player. I think so. Oh, no, because no, no. he'll yeah. learn from it, and 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 you know. Let's be honest, next four or five years, Chiefs are going to be there or thereabouts once they put a couple of bits on defence together. So, you know, they're not going anywhere. The offence is ready in KC. Yeah. yeah. I want to see when Brady retires, Belichick goes to the Chiefs and just have, <laughs> and just have another 15-year dynasty. I don't mind that. I love Belichick. <laughs> Except for the cheating. He's, um, yeah, and I, it, it was a fantastic... It was, it was, again, we talked about this earlier... They were the two teams, or two of the four teams we highlighted, along with the two teams that we we discussed earlier. Yeah, they were dominant from day one. I'm glad we got to see the, these games. Um, uh, you know, and uh, it's nice when you have a, a Cinderella story like the Eagles last year, where mm. they've come through adversity with the quarterback going down. We didn't really have that this season. Um, you know, going into the playoffs, there was no one really having a run. It, it was, you know, maybe the Bears because they've not been successful for a long time. But once they were out, that was that was it for me, and it's. I want to see the best players play the best games, and mm-hmm. and we had the injuries early enough, like Cooper Cup and stuff like that. That yeah. that actually we knew what the teams were. We mm. didn't have the what ifs kind of thing. So the injuries didn't affect these no, games directly. No. They had already worked out how to game plan Absolutely. around them. Yeah. So yeah, you've it, only got to look at the Rams lose like whatever is wrong with Gurley. They brought Anderson in, yeah, and that's helped them exactly. in the long run. Yeah, and it was it was a privilege watching the experience of Brady. Um, and just how he's almost stomach. He's, he's so it's ridiculous, calm. isn't it? And against how calm he is, and then, uh, and then, but then, the right so you is. watch him playing the game, and he's all calm and collected. Mm. But then, as soon as they kick, uh, as soon as they score the winning mm. touchdown, helmets off. He's jumping yeah. about like yeah, a twenty-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? On the sideline, he holds people yeah. accountable, and I think that's that was what was so interesting. Was seeing the two the differing styles of, my, of of someone right at the right at the beginning of what looks like looks to be a fantastic career against someone who potentially is right at the end of what has been a, a historic career. Yeah. Um, 
and just that they're different you know they're differing approaches to to their play yeah. how they interacted with their players um you know there was an energy about the Kansas City Chiefs on offense there was a calmness about the Patriots and and they both put up over 30 points so it's you know from from that perspective they neither's right or wrong it's it was just exciting to watch them you know, from a neutral's perspective, anyway. Yeah, I know you would say I jump all over the Patriots, but I, I, I've <laughs> loved watching the Chiefs this season. After four been quarters, so it, was, it was thirty-one points each, mm. but there were no points for the Kansas City Chiefs in the first half. It was fourteen nothing at yeah. half time. We've just whacked lyric about the Patriots, and quite rightly so. Mm. We should really talk a little bit about the Chiefs and just nah. the adjustments they made in the second half. Yep, twenty-four points in the fourth quarter, Dave. Right. That is not to be sniffed at, mate. Well, Dave talked about the, the, the Hill plays where a lot of teams have been burnt. There was one where yeah. they, Hill actually did he catch did a ball him. over the top. Yeah. But that wasn't because the guy was looking over. It's because the guy couldn't keep up with him. No. And that, which was... It, he just wanted McCoy less... to come across as yeah. well, but it didn't matter. He's too fast. And the ball comes out too quick. Well, I think that's the adjustment that the Chiefs made at halftime is getting the ball out of Mahomes' hands quicker. Yeah. Yeah, because they... Well, yeah, because the Patriots were rushing five every time. Because that's what he's supposed to do against the young quarterback. Is given pressure and, and man coverage. Absolutely, it's also the fact that they were lining up with five, and at times two were dropping back immediately into zone coverage yeah. straight away. And you just think, so many teams don't do that, and it looks so simple. But it looks so simple because they're so. I'm, you're talking about the Chiefs, and I'm going back to talking about how well the Patriots were defending. That's how good they played. <laughs> well, I am. Um, I thought. I one thing I was really impressed with Mahomes was how he dealt with Hightower because yeah. Hightower never really gets mentioned besides that one that yeah. Super Bowl. Um, that one play against the the Falcons, Hightower is everywhere, and yep. and you have to account for him on every play. Um, he's he's the, just so smart. He's not massively athletically gifted, but he's the linchpin. He yeah. he's the smart linebacker that a Belichick defense always needs. Yeah. You always need one of one linebacker that doesn't necessarily have a job to do, but is clever enough to do whatever job yeah, he, needs doing. And, and Mahomes kept. Kept an eye on him the whole the whole yeah. time. Every every yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to keep an eye on Mahomes while he was going through it, and and you could see him adjusting his plays. He, you know, he he read when he was coming, so he got the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. That was something that that showed me Mahomes is going to have that longevity. Yeah. You know, we some of us here are sort of soccer fans. There's things you see when a young player does on a on a football field where instead of heading the ball and, and being nasty, they'll take a step back, chest it down, and all of a sudden you're you're actually you know you're, you're being more clinical. Um, yeah, and that I mean, was the equivalent. Seeing Mahomes, you've just got all the things, things that he does, the no look passes and making it throw. I mean, they're just they're just things like in football, like stepovers and. He's just special. Like, his fundamentals it. are there. They are absolutely yeah. solid. There is there's nothing wrong with his action at all. Um, he reads the game well. I, he's got all the passes. He's but got that, that, absolutely everything. And some everyone else doesn't have as well. The thing, yeah. the thing, the thing, the thing he probably needs to develop on is. Is reading the defense, and I think that's probably the like the adjustments that were made. Mm. That'll come from well, playing yeah, exactly. in games like like that. That'll come to but it. But that, that's the key, isn't it, to get to that next level? And that's what Brady does so well is yeah. re- reading the defense. Mm. See, one thing that the Patriots had schemed against was that when Mahomes is pressed up the middle, he tended to roll out right. Yeah. And yeah. so they made sure that was that lane was closed off. Yeah. And then what Mahomes, rather than sidestepping back to the left, Mahomes likes to wheel round to the left. Mm-hmm. And they caught him a couple of times on sacks by mm. by knowing he was going to do that, mm. and that's why. And one of the, the plays, the, the the one we talked about there, where Tokyo did get open, mm-hmm. the next play was where he tried the wheel route to Williams that overthrew it, and the next play after that was the the sack that took him out of field goal range and mm. made, made him have to punt. So the I mean we worked out one the, the one chink in his armor, I guess. Mm. 
is that he likes to roll le- right first and then wheel round to the left. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are waxing lyrical a bit about the Patriots, but the Chiefs had chances to win that game. Three touchdowns for Damien Williams. Yeah, I mean, you've got the overthrown touchdown, you've got the two sacks that knock him out of field goal range. There are points left on the field. Yeah, I think whatever they would have done, I think. Oh, yeah, no, you have that area. You know, it's the Patriots, isn't one. it? You know, we, <laughs> inevitably, eventually, one. they'll win the game regardless. But I'm just, what I'm saying is, I think, I think we're not giving too much praise to the Patriots, but I think the Chiefs will be, dis- when they came off that field, will be disappointed at what they left behind. Mm. Yeah, the coin toss. I'm fr- well, yeah, yeah that yeah. too. That I'm really too. impressed with the Rams, and I'm excited about the Super Bowl, but the Patriots just seem to have another gear. And it, it frightened me watching them this weekend. That it, it almost it almost feels it's inevitable. Almost too easy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that they it is. they can do Floyd what Mayweather. they want. Whenever doesn't they matter want who it. doesn't matter who Mayweather's fighting. You know, yeah, yeah. this guy can be the biggest puncher. He can move. He's, he's still going to dodge him. He's still going to hit you. He's still going to win on points. He is so, Brady's. Uh, that's as far as an analogy goes. I think that's yeah, that's Pretty really similar because it. they're so yeah, he's, he's so he's so clinical. So how do you beat them then? Well, knowing, knowing their you, plays you, you should help, which we know. Catch, catch a touchdown. Yeah. That's yeah. one way. You beat <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think you have to you open have up to a bit pass. more. You, you have to, you have to yeah. get Brady off yeah. the spot. You literally, and the thing is, is that this Rams defense, I mean, moving on to the <laughs> we, Super Bowl We better not do this too much. <laughs> no, no, but this Rams defense is built to do that, and it's been doing it to quarterbacks all season. That's and the it's part internal, of, which is even harder yeah, for exactly. a QB to deal with. So that's the part of this game I'm most looking forward to, what, the lines against each other, yeah. the O-line against the D-line. I mean, in theory, I know we'll do an in-depth we will. Super Bowl preview next week, but in theory, this game could come down to the two lines. Yeah, mm. I think you've got the two best players in the league playing in, in this game I think as well. You do. Uh, on the field at the same time. On, on the field at the same time and yeah. face-to-face about a metre away from each other yeah. on every play. Yeah. So Hopefully a bit less than a metre away. Well, yeah, well. If, if, Donald, if Donald can get up in his grill, then <laughs> it's going to be a fantastic game. So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's that's pretty awesome that you've can, got the can team. Can we not forget yeah, as well? Yeah, 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 it doesn't well, happen very Brady often. stand up and take a hit from Aaron Donald? I know it's not going to happen, but it would be amazing. There we, will be intentional grounding before Brady takes <laughs> a hit from Aaron Donald. That call was a bit bad. Be that little slap on the calls. Roughing the passer oh, when you've bad. maybe breathed on him. And, yeah. yeah. We should also remember that Brady did throw really three interceptions in this game as well. Mm-hmm. Two two official, but the third one was... He, he did get intercepted the third time. Mm-hmm. He did have a lower rating than Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. None Just saying. No, but he also went six for six in the fourth quarter <laughs> and in on in overtime on third think, down. Think, but those people to remember that he he doesn't mm-hmm. just throw. Yeah, but those of us that are watching the game six six and, 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 and not, in, in the whole game, not like reading the stats. Mm. All those that are those that are watching the game and not reading the stats, it doesn't matter. Brady won. Doesn't matter if Mahomes had a higher QB rating, threw more touchdowns, got more Does yards. Doesn't matter to Jim. It matters. It, ma- it matters <laughs> to the Mahoma. Yeah. But is it okay? The only, the only stat that really matters is that Brady and the Patriots are playing the Rams in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. And Jim's not is getting it? his uh, Mahomes tattoo anymore. <laughs> and Jesus, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, really no. cutting it out. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm lucky. He's getting Brady. I would have done it, but you know. <laughs> Do we think? Do we think it was right that with the rules on overtime that there wasn't a chance for the Chiefs to have a go on offense? Because we know if they had got an offense, they'd have scored a touchdown. The Chiefs had. Do we know that? They they scored twenty four points in the second. Yeah, yeah. In the fourth no, quarter, I, I, they I were agree. unstoppable. By the end of the game, they were not getting stopped. I reckon the they had a fifty had a fifty chance of scoring. 
If they'd have got the ball. More than 50. I think so. Yeah, the Chiefs had a go. They had a go to stop the Patriots. And the, let's not forget, the Patriots had, what, three or four third downs? I like, I like the yeah, yeah. They went straight forward. The fact is, they had a chance to play and to win the game, and they didn't. Yeah. Like, we've taken no, massive steps finished. from when teams used to on first down kick field goals, which yeah, was, was not horrible. very long ago. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, from my perspective, I like the rule. I think it's good. Yeah. It's a one and done and a chance. You know, it is better than the old rule. Stop, in, the stop CFL, in, defense. Yeah. in the CFL, I think it's um, the rule is you both get a, a possession and you have to go for two points. So, I think that's the rule. If you both score, then it's a draw and you both get two points. But that's what separates it, the two points. And you can't we don't draw want in draws. a playoff game. We don't want draws. I know. Mm. So, I like, I like the one and done rule. I think that's about as far as we can go. And ironically, since they've changed that, which makes it easier to be more definitive and win games. Yeah. Well, not easier, but it gives it makes it fairer to teams if they just kick a field goal. Yeah. The amount of draws we've had in games in the mm. last, well, since that rule's changed, was, was more than I remember anyway when it was just kick a field goal. Mm. So, what about um, changing it so that instead of having a coin toss, because that's not particularly fair, the away team gets it first possession? No. Because of No. No. Why does the away team get to pick on both coin tosses? Mm-hmm. That's just. How Surely, it if it's gone to overtime, why don't they get to be the home team? Yes, I can they play rock paper scissors then? If, then uh, that's what they should do. Rock yeah, paper scissors. Rochambeau for it. They'll get. They'll get together. No, don't forget the arm wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get out a biscuit. Yeah, dance off. And everyone. Joking. No, that's not happening. You'd always win that. Hey, it wouldn't take very long. It wouldn't take over time. David gets signed that. up on every <laughs> roster because they win every coin toss ever. <laughs> Designated. No, 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 no. That's on me. It's on you. That's oh, outrageous. Me. Okay, so uh, the picks for that game uh, were that two people stuck their neck out with the Chiefs. That was me and <laughs> stuck their neck out with the Chiefs. It wasn't yeah. your neck you were sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> it's back to the biscuit again. Oh, it? my word. Myself and Philly side both went for the Chiefs. But I thought the Patriots were the underdogs. They were. Yes. Yeah, so so you weren't really sticking your neck out with the Chiefs, <laughs> were you? Not no, I think we were. We stuck our neck out, didn't we? Yeah. We did. We did. It's controversial. It's tough to pick the Patriots. Not when, so you yeah. in a yeah. huh? not when you support them, isn't it? What do you mean I support? I like teams that do well. Mm-hmm. I, I only, Very pick, tough I only pick the Chiefs to back. Jim, because he backed the Eagles the week before, so mm. I thought it was only fair that oh, I backed his team. Pick? Is that what we're so saying? You, yeah. yeah, so it's your <laughs> fault. No, I'm saying it's your, it's your fault, basically. I um, Dave, I liked I like watching elite teams do, do you like things the Bills? Well. Hmm? <laughs> you like the Bills as well. They're not elite. <laughs> and teams. the Browns. And the Browns. Yeah, Browns are elite, more elite really than like, Steelers. I like the Bills. I like the Bills. I like the Bills blue kit. That's pretty much the only reason I like the Bills. I do like the Raiders. I do like yeah, yeah. We have Peterman on the, the back of that blues jersey. Yeah. Hmm? With name Peterman on the back of that no, blue jersey. Not Peterman. <laughs> no, he plays now for the Raiders, doesn't he? Not? Yeah, yeah. He's he, on the Raiders he's practice our squad. Yeah. Practice squad QB. <laughs> so he, 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 he gets the first help tune the D up. Yeah, yeah. Tune the D up. Catching Oh, he's the confidence guy. Yeah, we are good. Yeah, we are. He's got 15 interceptions this game. Yeah. No, what he is, he's like. Again, We're ready, coach. He's like one of those. Bo- he's a boxer. He's a sparring partner. You get in at the beginning of camp, and you're. How have we fit. got onto the Raiders practice squad? So apparently, I support. <laughs> apparently, I support the Bills, <laughs> the Patriots, the Raiders. Not you, really the Browns. Chargers, which you is quite claimed. funny. No one that you no like elite teams. teams. No, I like then. the reason I like the Patriots is because I like the fact that they are elite. They are. They, they've been elite for such a long period of time, which is so difficult, especially with the moving parts. 
and especially with free I just, agency. They're so clinical. I, it, my view, and I've said it a number of times, and you mentioned this last week, stop them. Yeah. I just want to see a team step up and stop them. Until they do that, I'll be happy they keep winning. Couple of That's weeks time, we will see. <laughs> we will. We're going to talk about the big, big game then, the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. <laughs> No. Uh, we haven't got time for that. <laughs> no, no, We've no. just hit the hour, so uh, we're going to wrap it up. No. But, uh, anything else anyone wants to say about these two games? Nope. I think we were we were treated to two very good I games. I think these were two yes. very good games, four very good teams. Yeah. Um, I think they've kind of made up for a, what's been a disappointing playoff so far. I don't think there's really been any yeah, standout that's, that's games, I but I think, these two, I think these two definitely made up for it. I think the standout game was for me was was luck, especially with all the injuries he's had the last couple of years. The first game just been do- so dominant. I mean, mm. That was I think for me was one of the highlights of the playoffs. But these well, games I think, were I think the Colts Chiefs was a pretty good game actually. And then the or well, you were a Chiefs fan, of course you would. <laughs> if, the, if the Chiefs, played, I said Patriots Chargers. If then. the Chiefs played the Steelers mm. in the AFC oh, Championship game, where, where would your heart lay? Well, with the Steelers, <laughs> with the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they're not going to be in the AFC Championship game. Would you have to wear like you know when like mums have like two, <laughs> like two sons that play for the opposing team? Would you have, have to wear a half and half. You'd have a half and half. Mahomes rocking the half and half jersey. Homeless burger. Right, let's end it. Yeah, so next week we'll do the Super Bowl preview show, and we're hoping to get a couple of guests on. One from either team. So that was just me and you, King, that went 100% two for two in the picks, yeah? It's a hundo, mate, yeah. Yes. 50% (laughs) for me and Dave. 100% overrated. So what did did, did Simon get? What did you get? I got a big fat bagel and I love them. So get over it. (laughs) Nom, 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 (laughs) nom. See that. So yeah, in the meantime, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can do it at Jim and the King or at Punk underscore Radle or at Denver Dave 30 or at Uh, Philly underscore Cy, is it? Cy underscore Philly. Cy underscore Philly. Got that don't, right. I don't know why <laughs> Twitter did that to me. And you to have a go at Twitter. I, yeah, no. Well, we're Jim and the King, aren't we? Yeah, so we it's, are. It's a yeah. group one. I'm all over it. Check out jimandtheking.com for all of our stuff. And uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribing mm-hmm. to the podcast. We will obviously be going through to the draft anyway, so don't worry about this being the you know almost penultimate podcast. We'll go on for a little bit longer. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got to keep doing this with yeah. you. Yeah. Really oh, You've got three playoffs. picks in the first round, punk. You've got loads to talk about. I won't even start looking at who, uh, the draft till about March. <laughs> just so, like John Gruden all right. yeah neither will Gruden or Mayhawk <laughs> if anyone asks you anything which would normally be who's the best player just say Bosa just, and just, you'll be fine just, that's all you need to just know just remember point. Bosa yeah, just okay. Josh Allen huh Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Yeah. anyway he, isn't he caught about for the Cardinals <laughs> yeah, the other one the Cardinals Bills Bills, Bills. Bills. <laughs> my favourite team of course I'll do that there you go <laughs> <laughs> No, the other Josh Allen. I think this is all Jim's falling apart. Oh, Jim, Jim, stop it. Stop it. Until next week. Oh, is that what that face is? Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, I've been Jim. Again. That's been Punk. That's been Side. That's been The King. That's been Demon David. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.